Hello there. Thanks so much for listening to today's challenge. We're in 1 Corinthians 10 today, verses 14 through 22. 1 Corinthians 10, 14 through 22. Paul says, Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Consider the people of Israel. Are not those who eat the sacrifices participants in the altar? What do I imply then? That food offered idols is anything or that an idol is anything? No, I imply that what pagans sacrifice they offer to demons and not to God. I don't want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Now, folks, we need to keep in mind the full context of what Paul's been saying here in this letter to understand these verses today. But we sum it up. He's simply saying this. We cannot serve Christ and play with the world. We're to be in it, but not of it. There's a big difference between the boat being in the water and the water being in the boat, as many a preacher has said over the years. And he said to them at the beginning of this chapter, look, I don't want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud, all passed through the sea, baptized into Moses in the cloud and the sea, all ate the same spiritual food, drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God wasn't pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. And then he went on and said that they're, they're, God putting them to death was examples for us. Don't Pretend to be a follower of Jesus and a, a Christian who walks with the Lord and still play with the world. We are devoted, betrothed to God through faith in Jesus Christ. You can't serve Christ and play with the world. We're to be in it, but not of it. Listen to 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 4-10. through 10. He says, For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to sh chains of gloomy darkness to be kept until the judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world but preserved Noah, a herald of righteousness with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly, if by turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes, he condemned them to extinction, making them an example of what's going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued righteous Lot, greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked. For as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds that he saw and heard. And then he goes on and he says this. He says, Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment, and especially those who indulge in the lust of defiling passion and despise authority. Look, God knows who really knows him, and he's going to deal with the sinners. But for those of us who are in this world, but we're righteous and we're not of the world, but we're followers of Jesus Christ, we live in this world, and it should grieve us with what's going on, but we don't get caught up in it. We don't think, well, it's okay. I'll just kind of act like the world. No, in 2 Peter 2, listen to verses 17 through 22. These are waterless springs and mists driven by a storm. For them, the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved. For speaking loud boasts of folly, they entice by sensual passions of the flesh those who are barely escaping from those who live in error. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of corruption. For whatever overcomes a person, to that he is enslaved. For if after they have escaped from the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they are again entangled in them and overcome, the last state has become worse for them than the first. For it have been better for them 
never have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. What the true proverb says has happened to them. The dog returns to its own vomit, and the sow, after washing herself, returns to wallow in the mire. Folks, there are believers, quote-unquote believers, those who claim to be believers, who have understood the truth. But the evidence of the fact that they weren't really saved is the fact that they actually fall back into sin and begin to live as that their lifestyle. And they practice it to the point that it doesn't grieve them. And they start to convince. And they even have preachers, like we just read, that tell them it's okay. No, no. In Romans chapter 6, you, you, I don't have time to read it for you, but go look at verses 20 all the way into chapter 7, verse 6. The Bible says this, and God through Paul says this, don't let sin reign in your mortal body. And that's what Paul's saying here. If you have been joined with Christ through faith in him, don't join yourself with anything that is wicked. I look forward to sharing some more with you all tomorrow. Hope to see you then.